0: I've also gone on dates with men that know how to talk to a woman.
1: Those are dangerous. And they're Those dangerous. are the ones that are usually not healthy. You, and I'll tell you right now
0: <laughs> the timing is always right. <laughs>
1: With another episode of Flings and Things, I'm Moni. and I'm Andrea, and we're here with episode 47. 47. All dogs go to heaven. <laughs> you said that last time. We said 37. Yep. And I'm remember say it when, again because we talked about your damn dog being sick. Oh, <laughs> I feel like that wasn't that long ago it either. Wasn't. That's crazy. That's been 10 episodes already. Apparently, he's still sick, but he's fine. He's thriving. I think he's very much thriving, chewing on that green thing right now, biting it with those damn ears. But he's cute. Oh. Oh, you got messages
0: bitches so
1: <laughs> i can't help us oh are you gonna talk about what happened last <laughs> <I'm-> week <laughs> oh my god my mom got me a coffee this morning and i was very like appreciative because i was running late to get to drea's house because i was fucking tired because once again we were on the phone till like three in the fucking morning when we should have been sleeping going through therapy things what is that but it looks serious. It's a paragraph. It is
0: actually. So your girl is
1: finally going to be
0: employed. Oh,
1: okay, it's employer. I thought it was yeah. like a friend or somebody. I'm like there's no contact save and it's a paragraph. No, oh no, no, no,
0: no. Um another thing too. I do just want to put a disclaimer. I know a couple episodes back I said that I was working on merch and merchandising. Mm-hmm. Um I did want to launch it around this time, especially for the holidays. However, it is going to get pushed back just due to like certain supplier issues and things like that um but best believe we are gonna come out with some things pretty freaking soon okay like please like just bear with me Uh, because i have had a couple people actually hit me up in the dms asking me when it's dropping when it's dropping when it's dropping uh it is going to be just neutral colors first
1: just know that and yeah I'm excited it's barely getting cold anyways it's been yeah it's been hot lately. it's been hot during the day and then it gets freezing at night yeah. and I'm just like oh my god because so. I'm like I couldn't even sleep the other night like my nose and my, like my extremities were so cold that I actually couldn't sleep I was uncomfortable and I'm never fucking cold for those of you that know me I'm always hot literally always. sweating all the time it's a thing so Okay, guys. Well, Drea wanted to talk about friendships today. Oh my God! Look at our little friend to the left of me, or to the right if you guys are watching. Um. Anyways, so we're gonna talk about friendships today. I think it's more pertain to girl friendships. Um, <laughs> sorry, I feel so mean. Now they like me. I don't understand. He just
0: wants you to play with him.
1: Yeah, I'm not touching that slobbery toy. <clears throat> sorry. They shouldn't
0: even be on the couch and they know it. <laughs> dude they're looking at her like what
1: god they want thea to play oh my god this is the one downside about dogs you guys slobber so much at that toy's my, probably wet at
0: least mine don't slobber like crazy like other dogs
1: oh yeah some breeds they're really bad like I just the whole time you just see drool out of their mouth yeah, no yeah. my babies don't they just be licking
0: things it's okay Okay,
1: well, anyways, anyways.
0: we're going to be talking about friendships and just female friendships. Yeah, and female friendships. How they are different than male friendships, I feel. And, um, yeah. Okay. We're also going to talk about another event that happened. So I got in a car accident. At Chris Brown Official, his album came out. I was jamming. And he had no... warning label that said that the fire was going to be or that the album was going to be too fire and cause problems and distractions and that's what happened my break started stuttering and stuttering if you know you know
1: I know I was going to say most of our viewers probably don't know unfortunately
0: yeah well all I have to say is for those Chris Brown (laughs) haters he makes more money than you so yes
1: yeah So anyways, um, make sure to not be distracted by good albums because you don't want to crash your car like Drake. And
0: to be fair, that has never happened to me ever before. An artist has never dropped an album and me go like that crazy for it where my car gets totaled.
1: Yeah, so she's using my father's car now.
0: <laughs> I'm not even using it. I just use it to literally I was go. Like,
1: don't meet up with no guys in that car because that car's is a embarrassing. Point a point <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I mean, we all know, like well, that's why nobody really drives it. It's well, one of the
0: old cars. <laughs> lucky for you, lucky for me, I don't have anybody to meet.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: They meet me here. So,
1: <laughs> or they send Ubers and pick you up. I'm just kidding i wish i wish somebody sent an uber for me i'm still waiting no. for that day someone's like i'm gonna send an uber to your house so you can get to the restaurant thanks I know. <laughs> that'd be so hot i'm sorry i love it it would but rather than just pick me up big, well if it's a first day i'm saying obviously if you oh, like yeah. know them already big dick energy i'll just say that spending See? money on me getting me an uber
0: see i like yeah that's cool and all but people are crazy nowadays i like (laughs) to have my car with me so i can just leave whenever i want instead of waiting for an uber (laughs) hide in the bathroom (laughs) that's what i'm saying that's like that's like too much um it's too much time in between to wait for an uber something can happen so i'm (laughs) good
1: (laughs) okay what did you want to talk about first? It was your uh, topic. It was my topic. I'm like, you're waiting for I me because I always instigate always the first thing qu- these things. I'm like, hi, or initiate. Wrong word. Oof. Today's a day. It's too early for this shit. I'm like, instigate, initiate. God damn. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm crisscross applesauce with my coffee.
0: <laughs> yo. You said
1: <laughs> yo.
0: <laughs> Okay. So, I think... The- Okay, sorry. My dog's just be, like, irritating me. I just don't understand, like, how hard it is to just sit still. Like gonna say sit still? Just sit fucking still. Stop getting into shit and just sit still. And people going to be like, oh, how are you going to be when you have kids? Okay, that's different. They're going to understand me. Okay? Are they when they're one or two? They better because I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God, you know what? No is no. All I'm going to say is, look, baby, go to dad. Go bug daddy right now. Like i wanna be so nice about it. But when they leave and go bug daddy, thank fucking God, Jesus. And that's assuming that I have a partner
1: just saying. <laughs> um, oh, wait, hold on. Speaking of partner, I just found out that you can get sperm donated to you for $200. Obviously, that varies between state and a doctor or clinic. Um, But apparently sperm donors, it's very cheap to get one versus obviously your eggs. So guys, it has just made my little five-year plan more feasible and more—I um, don't know, like more what's the word? Like I don't know what the word is, but Say I want to see it's it
0: setting into stone. That's what—that's what, the
1: what It's more like it looks like a great plan. I can't even think of the word right now, and I'm literally just sitting here. I wish I was high for this right now because okay. I should be high the way I'll I'm tell you, right, right now,
0: now. I am a little high, <laughs>
1: but um... I'm not. I have work after this, so I have to be sober. I'm just high on caffeine in life. You are high on my loving cousin. She makes me high. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, Moving on. That made me very uncomfortable, but <laughs> I'm very flattered. Thank you. Um. So, yeah, so friendships. We talked about certain things last night, and it's kind of also was recently brought up to my attention. More of, like, people and how they view maybe their future partner and how they believe, you know, having friends and keeping those long-time friendships is important, and so they view it as that, and... Mm. If you don't have those qualities or those things, that to them it's a red flag.
1: Okay, so not having longtime friends can be seen as a red flag. Yeah, essentially.
0: Okay. Okay. And I agree with that to an extent. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I say to an extent is because I feel like certain things can be an exception. Mm -hmm. But my thing too is also like the relationships that you've had with like your significant other. Um, And I can only speak for myself Mine have been pretty long Um, They have Yours have been long Like so I know how to keep a relationship Clearly yeah That's not like the issue Um, But if we're talking about friendships I believe That It's harder to For females to keep female friends Than it is for males to keep their friends with their guys Okay And I'll tell you why um, I feel like <laughs> my dogs just do whatever the fuck they want. I'm so sorry, you guys. It's
1: okay. I don't know if they can hear his fucking little taps. Um,
0: I feel as though, you know, females, girls, women, when we make friends, um, there's emotion that goes into it, of course. And I feel like it's that initiative reaction of like vibing with someone and you're like oh my god i love her energy i love this oh my god yeah 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 whereas i feel like guys are more like oh like hey what's up and it's like not they don't really read into it okay and it comes to the point where like i do feel that some females are a little bit sneaky Mm -hmm. and i feel like females do get jealous about certain stuff we, I feel like we do verbalize more of our insecurity. Yes. I do feel that, you know, like, we show it more, too. Especially, you know, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, a lot of women can say, oh, I don't like attention. I'm not the attention type. It really makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Hit me. However, at the same time, like, you do like attention. Like, yeah. I think all women like some sort of, of, of attention. Yeah. So
1: anything you want to say um to so I kind of want to add to that you mentioned that uh, women are more emotional right than yeah. men and that <clears throat> with men like it's a little bit different with keeping the friendships because women are more sneaky and women kind of voice their insecurities more often than men do in their friendships so yeah. I think that's a great point because I don't want to sit here and say that women are more sneaky because I've heard some crazy things out of men's mouths, as well as like just knowing all my ex's friends have tried to get with me. That's considered sneaky to me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, However, I think the point that you have is that women are more vulnerable and, and voice their insecurities more often. And I think that's why you see women use that against each other more often, like more prevalently versus yeah. with men because they don't open up in general as much than we like as we do as women. They probably don't voice some things that bother them or things that are insecure. So like it's hard for other males or other men to use that against their friends if they are a bad person, because obviously like I don't want to sit here and say everyone uses things against each other. But at the end of the day, you hear information from someone's mouth and it stays with you, whether it's like, oh, I know she is nervous around attractive guys or I know that he um actually doesn't sleep around but puts the persona that he does like all these little things that you know about your friends like yeah you would never use it against them but there are people out there who will use it eventually or they're just not a great person right and then eventually they get upset so now they have like I don't say ammo but they basically have something in their back pocket right but I don't think men have as much in their back pockets because they don't get as vulnerable with their friends like we do and I think women open up more easily meaning like yeah men are going to open up with their really close friends or like one really close friend but not like with everybody and I feel like as women we tend to just tell people everything all the time like we have opinions we are always emotional like oh my god like like oh, I hate this, or I'm, I'm fat, I'm skinny, like, whatever. Whatever your insecurity is, people be voicing that all the time. And I think men don't be sitting here like, oh, I wish I had a six-pack. Like, oh, my God, I hate that my arms are small. Like, I'm sure they maybe they do with, like, one close friend. But, like, from my observation with my exes, they all had groups of friends. Yeah. It wasn't just one or two friends. However, in that group of friends that they've had for multiple years, there's always one or two friends that they're closer to. And those are the ones that kind of get – the real raw side Whereas the other ones Yeah you've known them For six years But do you really express Your deep vulnerable m- emotions And they may hear it From time to
0: time If you're yeah. like expressing it To like your super close friends but Yeah No I totally agree With you on that I also think um, For women Like Not that it's harder For us to keep friends Yeah But life does get In the way of a lot of stuff Okay And I do feel that energy needs to be reciprocated on both ends. And this goes for men and women. I really think that you need to reciprocate the energy. So, and not even reciprocate the energy. It's more of like a friendship, any relationship you need to reciprocate something yeah. every time. And so my thing is, is if I'm calling you, if I'm asking you how you're doing, if I'm like checking in on you, making sure that you're good and all that stuff, and you don't yeah. do that for me, I'm probably going to, be lit- like, what is it? Oh, ble- I can't even... Th- I'm high, guys. So I'm so Explain sorry. Explain what it is. But I'm basically going to fade into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, I was not expecting you to say that.
1: Well, yeah, I'm going to fade away. Like, distance yourself? Or, like, slowly, like, you're just kind of like... Uh, so, well,
0: it's because now I'm trying to see, like, wow, is this friendship only based off the fact because I'm keeping it alive? Is it based off the fact because I'm the one always reaching yeah. out? Like... I'm sorry like yeah is do you want to call it testing call it testing and maybe it's not a good thing but at the same time it shouldn't be one-sided I shouldn't be the one only hitting you up to see how you're doing I shouldn't be the one that I actually think about you every day and like I'm gonna send you a message but then I don't get a response like it shouldn't be like that and that goes for any relationship I get like people are busy and stuff but like let me know that like it's different if it's like every now and then it's like, oh, you can't respond. OK, totally. I totally get that. Like, I don't yeah. really get mad at that. I really don't. For me, it's more of like, OK, I've hit you up like three times in the last week and I'm I barely heard from you. Yeah. So I'm just going to step back for a little bit and see where you go. And now it's been like two or three weeks where you haven't hit me up or anything. And now I'm kind of just like, OK, but then you randomly hit me up when shit hits the fan.
1: So And that's my point. So I want to go into the shit hitting the fan thing as another topic later because you, met, you said like three really good points right now. Sorry. So the first point <laughs> I want to go to um, before I forget it is that you said um, like you notice these things. You observe that you're doing more. You're giving more effort. And yeah. I think we've all been guilty of like feeling that and kind of instead of addressing it, we're kind of just either doing it back or we become distant. And I think – um So two things on that. I will say I have experience with that with a really close friend of mine and we have talked it out. Um, I think both of us realized in that moment when both of us were kind of upset with the fact that we feel like both of us were not trying is that there was no communication. And I think as women, sometimes because we're emotional, I think that's where the logic gets thrown out the window because we kind of act on our emotions, which kind of goes back to the emotional maturity thing. And I'm guilty of like, and it's not necessarily pettiness, but it's like, okay, well, you're not trying. So now I'm not going to try. And I've said that out loud many times before. Yeah. But I think that as long as we communicate, I think now that we're getting older and I think that's difficult because if you have a friend who gets defensive or a friend who doesn't take things correctly, it takes things personal or your age difference, maturity difference is very different between you and your friends that can be problematic but i think you owe it to your friend if it's someone you care about and you want in your life to communicate this is how i'm feeling so for example i don't want to put my business out there but i will just give an example for me so like me and my friend obviously i moved to arizona i was out of state um it was difficult to keep in touch with everyone in my life obviously the most people i talked to was actually my parents and that's it. I didn't even talk to my siblings that often. It was just my mom and my dad. Um, those were the two main people, not even with you. And at the time you were in a relationship, like it was difficult. And something that she had pointed out was that I didn't really make the effort to reach out to her as much. I'm not going to say what the other thing is, because it kind of gives away who she is. But yeah. I totally understood where she was coming from. Was I upset hearing it? Yes. At the time, I had to take a step back because I like we both kind of like went in on it but very respectfully we didn't say anything like mean or out of line it was more of just venting and it was all at once because we had not communicated and both of us are not emotional people and I think that's where it, the problem was we won't we weren't girls that voiced our concern or like acted like we were sad it was more of like a pride thing and what I ended yeah. up doing was kind of get it, telling her like well like I get that but I also have not felt like like I was upset that I had not been visited once Mm -hmm. And like if I was visited in Arizona, it was because that person was having to go for other reasons or like their family, which I get because family comes first. For me, I understand that. However, it's a shitty feeling if you're my best friend or a really good friend of mine and you're not able to like make the time to come, which it's not just this person. It was multiple people at the time. So like. All my feelings of like hurt, like, or my hurt feelings were kind of coming out. And instead of me saying, Hey, like, I really want you to visit me, it hurts my feelings that it's been three years and I you've never visited me like I instead I waited for it to get to the point where I wasn't reaching out and making the effort as much and then that took her to finally say something first and that's when I started letting it out and I just don't think that that was fair to her and I told her like you know what like I'm sorry like I I should have said it sooner, and she told me, like, you know, I should have said it sooner, that this was bothering me, that you don't ask about certain things in my life, and we both came to, like, the realization that, like, yeah, maybe one of ours we felt was more important than the other, but at the same Mm. time, like, it was communication issues, and I think that's where, like, we owe it to our friends to be like, hey, this hurts me, this bothers me, instead of just being like, well, they should know if they're a good friend. I get that.
0: I get that, but at the same time, like... I said earlier, like life gets in the way and like you get consumed in doing things and having a routine and you know, it's not that you don't want to send them a message or it's not that you don't want to talk to them. It's like, okay, okay, because it's happened to me, too, and I'm sure it's happened to you. It's like, okay, I'm going to text them. Give me one second. Let me do this. And then you get caught up in what you're doing, and then you kind of, like, forget to text them. Or you forget to call. So, or- yeah, my
1: issue is not really that. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with my issue is. And I've actually done this with you before, and I'm guilty. Because there was a time where I even felt like you were reaching out more to me first all the time. And it was nothing to do with me not wanting to talk. It's more of, like, I don't have the time to have a conversation. And I know that if I even reach out it will turn into a conversation mm-hmm. that I don't have time for. Just like, it's like, okay, if I call you, I know my ass is going to be on the phone with her at least 30 minutes. And if I don't have Minimum. time for that, I want—I don't even want to bother reaching out. Whereas maybe I could have taken a step back for multiple people in my life of, hey, I don't have time to talk, but I just want to tell you I'm thinking about you and I miss you and like I want to make some time this week. And but see, right I've now I just that. don't have the, I've done that before. And you have. And I've been doing that often more lately, but even then it's still difficult for me because my my head yeah. is just not there yeah
0: i'm so sorry we're gonna take a quick break we had to start over because she was trying to embarrass me but <laughs> my dog was being stupid and she was getting into the
1: trash period. a reoccurring event now do you see why i like cats better it's a reoccurring issue of dogs dogs roxy you're making yourself look bad all of you all your kind well
0: all i gotta say is i like both dogs and cats <laughs> i don't discriminate like somebody here so i only like huskies uh, um anyways which is crazy because they shed a lot they're
1: cute though so anyways. my dog's cute
0: roxanne's cute a fat pussy <laughs> Okay, now we're going into my dog's vagina. That's sad. <laughs> okay. Leave my baby alone. Okay, moving on. She's cute, though. You can't She is deny cute. Her it. face is cute. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> her face is cute. My, my, my baby, she's just cute. And when she gets excited, she moves her cute little butts. Her face. Yeah, um mm-hmm.
1: So I have some advice um, regarding the whole like you said, like, you know, how you said you like you reach out sometimes. Hey, I'm thinking about you, whatever. I heard this on a podcast and I actually took that advice from them to force yourself to rem- iPhone users. Let me make that clear because I don't think Androids have this. Maybe you do. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, a good idea to remind yourself to check in with your friends if you're a quote unquote society would say a bad friend or just a friend who's very forgetful would be the other way to look at it. Um, you know how you can make like pin people to the top? The favorites like you pin them. Yeah, you're in my pinned. No, I know. I've been using that since I heard that podcast like Uh, when I was in Phoenix. It actually was the best advice I ever received. So people that are in my life that especially don't live here, Mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me to check in with them and I pin them to my messages. So I have like six people pinned right now. Um, And it just kind of reminds me like, okay, they're there because sometimes out of sight, out of mind and that kind of brings me to my next thing is I'm one of those friends. It's I'm really bad at texting or calling unless I'm like doing something else. I'm on the way but I don't want people to feel like they're it's an inconvenience either. Oh, I only call you when I come home from work like because it's convenient for me it's more mm. of like quality time is my love language so if we're gonna hang out i'm full force there like i think that's the issue is i'd rather hang out in person than be sitting on the phone and i think yeah. that's where my issue comes in but i don't know about you um sorry this is this is work guys
0: but um yeah i can see that i mean i think for me personally like Um, I don't really forget too much Mm -hmm. because if I'm thinking about you, I'm thinking about you and I'm just going to send a message right then and there, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I think my thing more is just like wanting that reciprocated and just wanting like my friends to like put more effort and call me because like I can tell you right now, this is not to like make anybody feel bad or anything, but I can count two people in my life right now, not including you, Oh, <laughs>
1: it's like not including or including
0: not including you that actually call me and call me almost on a daily basis.
1: So do you feel like people are going to argue that a daily basis is unrealistic? With yeah, that, it's unrealistic. We're however,
0: however, they make time out of their day to reach out. Okay. And I'm not talking about every day. I at least talk to the minimum once once a week. That's yeah, what I'm once saying. a week,
1: I would say is reasonable. For like our age. I feel like when you're younger, like you just have more free time. Yeah.
0: But even then, like, I'm a phone call away. Like, there should be no excuse, especially if we live close to each other. I agree. Because um, it's easier to make plans. Whereas that's what I'm saying. The p- these people that are calling me or like making time to talk
1: to me about stuff, like, they live far So I am not challenging you because I agree with you. And I think at the end of the day, there is technically no excuse. Like you can't really like everything you can say, there's going to be something to rebuttal it. Right. Mm -hmm. But something that you made me came to mind is something that I used to preach with relationships romantically. And I think it kind of applies to friendships. I feel like sometimes people's lifestyles do not mesh. And when I say that, yeah, I'm a busy person. I've always been able to maintain, you know, full Full time school, full time work. I had two jobs and school at one point. I can do all that, right? However, I've dated people that don't have anything going on, or they just work a job and that's all they do. Yeah, it could be stressful, but you're only working a job. You're not doing anything extra in your free time. Maybe, and this could include the gym. This could include extracurriculars like doing sports outside of work. Um, I don't know. We talked school. about this
0: yesterday too.
1: Yeah. So like, you have other things going for you. So because I've always dated people, I'm starting with this so I can go into like friendship wise. I noticed that I used to get very frustrated with these partners at one point because they were very needy. And what I mean by that is because they had nothing else going on in their life, they expected me to be there more. But I was doing so many things that it's not that I didn't care or love them. It was more like I I wasn't they were not on my mind like that to the point of like, Oh, my God, I need to text them. Or, oh, I miss them. Like, I did I that. miss them? Yes. But was I busy actually it, working or doing yeah. something else? Yes, I and was. And then they
0: stress you out because you're not giving it the the to them. Attention. So I think I that translates that.
1: to the friendship thing. Because if you have a friend... Who doesn't do shit with their life and i don't mean that in a mean way i mean that like they literally work like your regular like job nine to five or maybe they even work part-time depending on who your friend is they don't go to school they barely go to the gym they don't have extracurriculars like we have a podcast that's another job like they don't do anything else outside of that or even they live with their parents they don't even have their own place to to have the excuse like i have to clean my house or do the yard work like they have nothing else going on they're going to expect their friends to reach in I reach out more and I think it can also be like sometimes you feel like more alone because you have less going on and I've been I felt that when I was laid off that's kind of why I'm bringing this up so you expect people to reach out more but if you were super busy you wouldn't be feeling that way as much I feel
0: that way regardless okay Okay. but I feel that way because I'm the friend that reaches out all the time. And if it okay. wasn't for me, I don't think that those relationships would or those friendships would even last.
1: But are your friends like are just people in your life in the past? Like, do were they really busy people or do you feel like, no, they weren't? Really no. Busy? OK. So no, I think that's not kinda, all the time.
0: Yeah. And my thing is, too, like I have another thing. This is not to throw jabs at people. This is not like. To create an issue, yeah, because it has nothing to do with that. Um, this has just been my experience, mm-hmm. and I think you and I have both been guilty of this, and I've been guilty of it too. Um, I'm not ever doing it again. What like, happened? Literally, but loyalty because that's a whole nother thing now that we can go into right now because it does tie into that. And my thing is, is you give you have a like. Us mm. females, and not everybody, but I feel like it's natural. You know, you find somebody that you like, and you start hanging out with them a lot. Okay. And so you do kind of distance yourself, not te- not like intentionally. You know, um, it's very intentional, and you start hanging out with this person a lot. Talking about like a opposite sex. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I just want to make sure. And then all of a sudden something may happen. All of a sudden mm-hmm. you go running back to your friends, but that whole time that you were with the person you weren't reaching out or you didn't even make that or you to didn't make that. The, yeah, exactly. Okay. So my, and I think we've all been guilty to it to some extent. I think and, Everybody is, you know, every single person. Um, this is something that I'm more conscientious about and the fact that I have done it and the fact that I did it so drastically in my last relationship that now, like I, I refuse to do that. Yeah. Um, that's definitely changed my perspective of certain things because I don't think it should ever be like that. And I came to a realization yesterday, too, and I told you about it. And I think this just goes for all sex and genders and things like that. Um, But we get so consumed in these relationships with these people that that sometimes we do forget our friends or we don't hang out with them as much, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is my thing goes to where if this person that you're with has not shown you loyalty like your friends have and has not really been that rock for you like your friends have, why the hell are you showing more loyalty to that person than your actual friends? Cause logically yeah. that doesn't make sense. Logically that's like, like what i said like you're you're and like i said i can like attest to this because i have done this and i've already held myself accountable and i've already tried to mend the friendships that i lost in that relationship and most of them have they've come around and they didn't even know how bad certain things were obviously i didn't tell them like things like everything but like i told them enough to where they were like look Dre, you don't have to explain yourself we all have been there i get it and mm-hmm. i was like okay and i even apologized for being like quote unquote a bad friend at that time and i think that's huge accountability um but my thing is is we give ourselves to these people and we show so much loyalty we keep going back keep going back or whatever the case may be but then we shun out our friends that are actually the ones that are there for us all the time and i just don't agree with that i don't think that's cool and mm-hmm. now me looking back like i can see how somebody can feel that way um me (laughs) yeah because i did do it to her but to be fair uh i did it i didn't do it intentionally in the beginning it was a little intentional but that's because we i had my own issues um i was sad um (laughs) (laughs) but she knows we've talked about this we've already talked about this so like but that's my thing like i've also had friendships where like they don't talk about it ever they just come around when they come around and like okay that's cool i've already accepted that friendship for what it is yeah but my thing is too is kind of like well don't get mad when i can't be there for you and i think that's the difference like i'm not i don't get upset when those people that i did push away don't make as much time for me as i would want them to i don't get mad because i'm like you know what like i did this for how many years like yeah i I literally can't get upset so i don't but when it's somebody that like i know i'm putting in effort if it's somebody that i know that like we do go back and forth about like talking or whatever the case may be and all of a sudden you just stop talking to me because you're hanging out with somebody all the time because you're getting so consumed and you start forgetting like who's really there for you like for me that's kind of like okay
1: So I agree with everything you said. Um, I think it comes down to back to the lifestyle thing of like you have friends that are going to. What if you're like the friend that's single and everyone's in a relationship that can be that's that's a lifestyle difference. You have people that are in relationships living with their partners versus you're not and you're by yourself. And it goes back to self-awareness. And I think. That's something that we don't want to hold each other accountable for. So for me, when my friendships, when I'm in a relationship, I'm very self-aware. The only relationship I can honestly say I was not was my first one, which was the toxic ex I always talk about. That was the one that I did what you're saying to my friends in high school. They did not like him because he was treating me really, really poorly. And because of that, I secluded myself and did not hang out with them as much. But did I still hang out with them? Yes. If they invited me, was I still there? Yes. The difference is that I did not make the effort to be like, hey, let's make plans or hey like um you know whatever like I want to see you or like how are you it was more like with well, they invited me or if there was something going on are we doing this but it was not and even then I feel like yeah I secluded myself but I still hung out with them that's the difference but I am very self-aware that because of all the, because of I felt this for multiple people in my life oh, growing up like I make a conscious decision in my head to be like ooh, I haven't like hung out with this friend in like three weeks and I know I'm dating somebody else so like I'll make Mm -hmm. the effort and I think that's why you've seen me over the years always bring like people together because it Mm -hmm. it kind of and maybe that's not the right way to go about people might argue well that's convenience but to be honest I don't think so because if anything it just makes people more like fun to be around and like when I have like my wedding in the future or like other things like that it's like everybody knows each other and it's kind of a great relationship I've actually had people go into relationships since some of my relationships. Um, you know I'm talking about? Like my ex's friend is dating somebody that's my cousin's roommate. Like that's because I did what I did. And that's me bringing my significant other and creating gatherings or like, let's do a dinner. Like come over, come hang out with us. Like, Oh, let's all go out. Like I'm not one of those people that likes to seclude myself with my significant other in the house. I'm not. Do I like to have cuddle time with the movies? Yes. But like, I also like, I'm not going to stop seeing you if I get a boyfriend. Like, hey, Dre and I, let's go get pho. Like, let's all go together. Like, I don't need to be alone with my significant other, especially that's where I think I have an issue is if you live with your significant other, there is absolutely no excuse to not hang out with your friends. You live with that person. You breathe with them. You literally sleep in the same bed. Like, You're with them 25-8. I will say
0: that every situation is different because I can only speak from the other side. Yeah. Embarrassment.
1: Of, like, your significant other meshing with people. Mm-hmm.
0: Or, like, yeah, no, 100% agree with or that. Or, like, just embarrassment and, like, your situation with them. And then okay. having to put that front that y'all are okay, mm-hmm. it's very exhausting. It's hard. Or, okay. like, that's a good point. And I kind of talked to you about this, too. Like, that was my issue, especially this last one. Like, for four years, like, I really secluded myself. Yeah. Did not help that COVID happened either. I will say that. Yeah. Um, It was more of just, like... It was just hard. Like, I knew that somebody didn't fit well with my family. Yeah. But I loved the person so much. um, Or so I thought. Yeah. And... Just her arguments, like, everything was just a hassle. Getting out of the house was anxiety. Like, everything was just a problem. Yeah. So why the hell would I want to make an effort to go out with people? Like, it was just it was just a problem. And then, like, when I would go out, that, too, could be an issue. And, yeah. like, my thing was more of, like, well, I want you to come with me. Well, I don't want to go. OK, well, then I'll just go. Like, I remember I went to my work event alone and I was pissed and I started crying because I really wanted like my significant other to be there with me. Yeah, I wanted them to meet. I wanted him to meet my coworkers. I wanted him to, you know, be there with me and things like that. And he was like, well, I don't care about them. I don't want to meet them.
1: So what would you tell your old self? Because I already have like like I'm not saying that's not's not an excuse of why you can't do what I'm talking about. But what would you tell your old self looking back now? Leave Exactly. So that's kind of what I'm getting at because I've been in a toxic relationship. You've been in a toxic. Other women, men have been in toxic situations where they don't feel like they can even leave the house to go with their friends because they know it's going to be an argument and they don't want to deal with it. That was me in high school. He was always jealous. Don't go to the football games like it was always a fucking problem. So I would just not want to go.
0: Mine was more like
1: I didn't feel supported Okay. in any
0: way. Like I would even go to the I would go to the girl. I would I I would leave the house and do things on my own. That wasn't, like, the issue. The issue was that I wasn't getting support from my partner to do these things. Not saying that, like, I need you with me all the time. But, shit, if I'm going to the grocery store and I, like, hey, like, what do you want? Hey, you want to just come with me? Like, you can come with me. And, like, they say no every single time. It's like, okay, well... There's also other things happening in the home, too, that I feel like I'm doing alone. And then on top of that, it's like, okay, well, I want you to come with me to this work event. I already told you like a week ago. And now like the day has come and now you're like, I don't want to go. I don't want to meet them. I don't care. It's like, dude, even if you don't want to do it, like you still should come with me to show support. Like you're there for me. You're not there for them. And so like it's not that I. There's no excuse to shut out your friends but i can see how people do it which is why like i I am on the fence because it does depend on the situation now what the situation i'm talking about that my friends have been in has not been that so that's why i'm speaking out on it because to me it's like okay like i understand things are toxic in your relationship but no i'm sorry it's not like
1: But I think what you're saying, though, so I think you're making a good point because a lot of people are going to say, well, you don't know what's going on at home. But Uh my argument, because I've never dealt with that as an adult, is I'm not going to put up with that. You can't put it on your friends and family that your significant other doesn't want to like go or has like issues because at that point I wouldn't be with them. Yeah, that's and I can say that you should not be with them. And I it's kind of goes back to the like oh, like, I actually can't go to, like, your bachelorette party because my partner doesn't feel comfortable with me going. Or like, I won't be with somebody who wouldn't be comfortable with yeah. me going to support my best friend. Or like, like, I wouldn't do that.
0: Or, like, I remember, like, I got invited to... I want to say it was someone's birthday. Uh And he was like, oh, like, bring your man, like, whatever. And I said, oh, okay, cool. But me and him, we were going through things or whatever. But I even said, hey, like, I want to go. My family's going to be here. It's going to be a good time. Like, they invited us for a reason. They didn't have to do that. I thought that was so sweet and this and that. That became, like, an issue. I don't want to go. Like, you and I aren't on good terms. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, like, I'm going to go. Yeah. And I remember that night. I actually ended up getting ready to go, and it was like, "Well, where are you going? Why are you going? Hey, <laughs> let's watch a movie. I want us to connect. I want us." That's to hang manipulation, out. yeah, I do. at its finest. And I ended up not going because of that, and I'm so mad at myself. But yeah, I ended up not going. Yeah. So, like, I can only speak from my standpoint. Yeah. But as far as like friends, I think it's more I get irritated because I just know things. Whereas in my case, not a lot of people didn't know how bad it actually was. Does I know.
1: Make- I So I get what you're saying. And I'm not trying to. Disregard that. It's more of like that has nothing to do with your friends. It's more of like a you thing. I feel yeah, like. it is a me thing. Yeah, so like I don't. But think I'm it can talking be an about to not make effort. To but see that's what friends. I'm saying.
0: I'm talking about my friends like doing that to you now. Yeah, even though like they weren't there back then. Like yeah, if they're here now, it's like dude. Like
1: well, maybe like you could communicate. Like this is what I went through. This is what I did to my yeah. friends. Like I get that it's natural, but it actually hurts me because. I've shown you how much I care about you and I'm there for you. But I don't feel like I feel like you're putting somebody else who's done that done you dirty Facts. and above me. But but that's I how that's, I felt. That's, so I think that's
0: how. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. Sure.
1: I And I get that because I felt that way. Like, it's like you're there for someone, you do all these extra things, and it's like, damn, like, I can't even get this from you, but like, you're going above and beyond for someone who literally does not love you or care about you. And I think mm-hmm. all of us have been in these situations, men yeah. and women of like, I know guys who literally have guy friends, like, oh, this girl he's with is so toxic. Like, he's never around. He only wants to hang out with us when they're do- like doing bad or whatever. Like, I think so many people do that, but I think. I think it hurts more to the friends, like you said, that are actually there through it all Yeah. or you constantly go back to them. And I think that's where like I can honestly say through experience, like that's a shitty feeling because don't get me wrong. Do I understand too? Yeah. Like I had a cousin who had a toxic relationship. Only came around once in a while. But the reason why I gave her the excuse and did not get upset was because me and her were not as close as like me and you or yeah. me and like my other best friends. And to top it off, she was literally like not even 21. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not saying you get an ex- a pass because you're young, but when you are at that age, it's your first love. You have no experience dating in the world. Like, I understand because. The only time I ever did that was with my first. I never let a man do that to me again. And I put my foot down on that because I learned the first time. It's, it's the reoccurring issues. And if you have a friend that's constantly going through toxic situations and does repeats the patterns over and over again, that's where it's like, I don't feel like I could be giving any more to them because yeah. it's like you, but you have to communicate it. I still don't think it's fair to just walk away. You have no. to voice it like, hey, I've noticed this with these three people. It hurts my feelings because I feel like I'm always there to pick up the pieces. You're there all the time, and then all of a sudden, I don't hear from you for months. Like, yeah. that's fucked up. Like, it is at the end of the day. And I, and like you said, there's situations, there's domestic violence, there's other things that people go through, but I just, I think the accountability piece, like you said, of taking accountability and apologizing and then don't let it happen again. I think it's just there's certain people that just keep doing it over and over again. And that's where it's frustrating. It's like don't prioritize people who are not treating you well in your life over the ones who are. I'm not saying like, oh, like you have to leave them. But I said that earlier because it's it's only your own fault for staying with someone who's not letting you be with your friends like it's not your friend's fault like yeah. right and i just think it's it's important to notate that because it's hard to keep friendships as it is but having a toxic yeah. partner makes it even more difficult and i
0: will say that too i re- like relationships are relationships whether yeah. it's romantic or not yeah. and all of them boil down to the same thing and it's just communication yeah it is and it's like Like you said, like I am going to address things like if I feel some type of way and I feel like I've done really like better at doing that, Mm -hmm. even though it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. But it really just boils down to that. And if your quote unquote friend gets defensive or takes things a certain way or like you feel like you can't talk to them, like maybe you should reconsider and I hate to say that, but maybe you need to reconsider. Maybe you need to just say it. Be like, hey, like, I'm trying to have a grown conversation with you. Like, this is what it is, A, B, and C. And to be honest, you getting, the, I'm not trying to attack you, but you do get defensive with me when I say these things. And I kind of just want to wonder why, because if this continues to happen, Like, I don't feel like I can have this open communication with you and
1: telling them I'm communicating my feelings feelings because because I I love you because I actually want you in my life. If I didn't give a fuck about you, I would just let you distance yourself and I would just move on and do something else. But I actually want to salvage this friendship. That's why when me and my friend got in an argument about making time for each other i told her like this is really like we talked about how uncomfortable it was and it was awkward for a couple weeks after and then we went back to normal because we both just don't like voicing and communicating our emotions that was before i started doing that this was like earlier like last year but i feel like now that like when you're open about it it just like you're kind of the person in the right i would say not always depending on how you deliver the message but you're the one making effort by trying to fix it
0: oh yeah most definitely
1: I think when we have difficulty communicating our emotions for people like Mm -hmm. I feel like you're better at it than I am still just I just get so uncomfortable admitting that somebody hurt my feelings I feel like a fucking child and I'm just like embarrassed to say it but I've been doing it a lot lately I even did it like this past weekend with somebody um I think it feels good after and I think it prevents you from being I don't want to say a bad person but a bad friend Mm -hmm. and I say this because I've experienced where I and it's kind of something I talked about earlier but like If you're upset with your friend, sometimes people start being petty or you start doing things because you're annoyed with your friend or you're mad at your friend for what they're making, how they're making you feel. So now you start acting certain ways and that's when it causes you to do things that you might not do if you were happy. So for example, like if you're upset with your friend because they never make time for you and then maybe you start like talking shit behind their back or You do something that, I don't want to say examples because it's going to give away things and I don't want people getting upset. Um, Or like, I'll say one. Okay. Like, mm, Try to make them general.
0: Like, no, because this has happened to me. Okay. Like, someone someone does something to somebody, right? Okay. Instead of talking it out, you just like act like everything's okay, but really it's not. And I feel like sometimes that does more damage than good. And good, you know, because okay. you're not communicating your feelings. So I feel like as time goes by, if and I, and this word we talked about the last episode, like emotional intelligence, plays in too, because you can read people, right? Like I feel like mm-hmm. if somebody's being like that, you can read when like shit's off or when the mood's off.
1: Yeah, it's literally a thing you can feel it. <laughs> but my thing is,
0: is like. I guess it's a little off topic, but do you think that it is the person's responsibility that feels it to say something? Or do you think it's the other person that has the issue? Because I'll tell you right now, I, I feel like I feel like. To be honest, I do feel like it does fall on the person that has the, the issue. issue, Yeah, but if it, it's a reoccurring thing. Oh, I'll say something. I was gonna say, and that's
1: what I mean by both people. If it's affecting you negatively, then I think it's whoever wants to be the bigger person is the one who's gonna say something. Yeah. But just to go back to what I said, I think we and I think girls are the ones that are guilty of this. Mm -hmm. To go back to the girls versus guys is like doing things to hurt your friend but maybe they're like jabs and we've said this before where it's like you may okay so you're upset with your friend right so now you guys all go out like your girlfriend group or whatever and then now like you're making comments regarding someone's insecurity or you say something when you're drunk like oh like yeah like you're always fucking like leaving with guys i don't know i'm trying to think of something that would hurt someone's feelings it's like these jabs come out of from another place It's usually because you have an issue with that person. I think we can all attest to, like, kind of what I'm getting at. I'm not trying to give real examples. I'm not going to lie. I've done that. I've done. No, I think we all have done it to a certain extent. I've
0: done it more, though, to, like, protect myself in certain situations. Yeah. But, um, yeah. As long as you own up to it, because. Yeah, just I think you just way. have to
1: communicate that you have a problem with it. And that's where I've been trying to be better lately is mm-hmm. if somebody hurts my feelings, like, OK, like, basically, let's just give it a hypothetical. Like, I know if I have somebody in my life who is um, consistently communicating with somebody that I used to have feelings for, that is not really like. We're not together, essentially. And like, I just think there's boundaries. And that's my own view, right? Like, maybe somebody mm. else is going to say, Oh, that's not a big deal. Why does it matter? Well, it does matter because... I'll tell you right now,
0: like, I feel like the people that say it's not a big deal, it doesn't matter. I feel
1: like... They don't understand boundaries, but that's just... That's what
0: I'm saying. Like, (laughs) you don't understand boundaries and you don't get that boundary and it's kind of like, okay, well, I promise you right now, like, if that continued to happen, if that happened to you and it continued to happen to you, I feel like you may see it like, okay, you know what? It is a little weird. I just would what? never
1: like make the effort to reach out to one of neither my people's I. exes or someone they liked or neither someone they I. hooked up with. Neither unless we were already friends before that person started to yeah. interact with them. Yeah, but neither would I. There's no effort that needs to be put into that because you leave it in the past and that can nope. affect future relationships. Nope. And I am um have communicated. Okay, I've been getting weird random calls from like other states. Um So I just feel like. Those are conversations that I've had with one person that I need to have with another person. And it's because it's uncomfortable for me to admit, because what I'm worried about is people viewing me differently. Like, oh, you're insecure. Oh, you're jealous. It has nothing to do with that. It's weird. I'm sorry. If she likes a guy, I'm not going to be messaging him and laughing at his fucking post or whatever. I no, Like, it's your man that's well not anymore clearly but like it's somebody that you like that like we I was not friends with before I didn't even know who the fuck he was until I met you like or met him because I met him through you like why the fuck would I even interact like I don't even follow him on Instagram I'm sorry I wasn't being specific with that person I was like the fact that I know exactly who you're talking about but I would never like his pictures I would never go like it's just not needed to be fair you have not brought him around group settings but my point is is there's like a loyalty and a boundary thing and. In my opinion, people yeah, argue it's an insecurity but, but the thing, but thing to is, me is it's like, not. But
0: the thing is, is like you guys have like met through or quote unquote met through FaceTime or like you guys have like and the yes and the, and the podcast we, like, connect, he knows like, who networking. you are yeah, 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 yeah. and things like that. So, so like if I you could. really wanted to. He could follow you and you could follow back. It's not like out but of the blue. The, but, but even
1: then, if I feel uncomfortable, because I'm like, for what? This is somebody that like, number one, either is inside of you or number one that or number two, like and you had feelings for. So I'm not entertaining that anymore. What was, like, yeah. why?
0: Yeah.
1: Because imagine you they have had a new a boyfriend good, and ooh. I have to be like, oh, I like. I still follow one of your ex. It just doesn't sound right out loud. Like, yeah. put yourself in people's shoes and you know realize what I your realized? boundaries. You know what I, I know, I can see you stopped because you were thinking about that. I'm things. like, ooh, I follow all his friends,
0: but he doesn't follow a single one of mine. Yeah. So I've been in that situation. So, like, but to be yeah. fair, I've only introduced him to one person. He didn't really like it. So, okay. <laughs> but
1: I just think that. For me, this is a very specific example, so I'm not trying to get off topic, but it's more of like if that bothers me, I need to just fucking have the courage and be an adult and speak up. But like this really bothers me. And I just don't want to be in that territory of like I think it's completely inappropriate. and It's out of line because then people get very defensive. Oh, you're just overreacting. Okay, well, that's actually very emotionally immature for you to state just like we stated last episode through the therapy thing being you're dramatic. That is actually emotionally immature to think that somebody's dramatic because you're not validating their feelings or trying to take a step back and put yourself in their shoes. Because there have been times that I've done things where someone was bothered, for example, following their ex. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? We had an episode about that. Unfollow your friend's fucking exes. Like, um, It's not necessary unless you were friends with them prior. It's a loyalty thing. And people are going to say, no, it doesn't matter. Okay, if you think that's fine, okay, that's your problem. If your friend's uncomfortable with it, I don't see what the issue is. If my friend was like, I don't want you following, I'd be like, okay, unfollow. Easy. I have no issue. I'm not gonna be like, oh, she's so ridiculous. Like, I'm not gonna care. I don't give a fuck about a guy. Like,
0: that's another thing too. Like, I think you and I, we can both like attest to this. Like we both have, unfollowed like each other's exits and I've so done quick. other people's exits so that I had this whole time before that I didn't we realize even it. asked each other or yeah. like or like it just ew, I don't want to see you on my timeline I'm not gonna lie like I have asked her like hey do you want me to unfollow him or do you want me to keep him so you can look at his stuff
1: no I've done that too and that's why I've, I think I texted one of my cousins a different cousin i was like hey oh yeah i did i was like do you want me to unfollow her because like i don't have an issue with her but I, here's my thing if you're never going to see that person again why are you following
0: them literally. that's why i cleaned
1: my following like this year because i was like there's literally Same. i'm not going to be heartbroken by not seeing this person post Same. their coffee or shake their fucking ass online like i will unfollow in a heartbeat i don't yeah. give a fuck especially if my friend feels better about it i wouldn't think she's insecure it's more of just like I, I, I don't even have to question it because Same. I wouldn't like it. So it's like I, I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't do it to somebody else. And like I said, I have followed in the past other people's exes that I've recently unfollowed. But that was only because sometimes I even forgot you know I had them because you know they wouldn't crazy? post a lot.
0: I'll say it off camera, actually, because I'll give it away. So, OK,
1: <laughs> um, I think that wraps it up. I think friendships yeah. is going to be another. T- I'm honestly down to do a part two because we there's so yeah, there's many so
0: much stuff. We're just yes. running out of time to be completely honest with you. This guys. is just
1: certain things that we want to like talk surface about level. Stuff. Really? It honestly is. It gets deeper. So we'll talk about other things with friends next time, because honestly, it's Thanksgiving next week. Quote unquote, Friendsgiving. So we can keep talking about friends. I'm <sighs> down to talk about it. next Yeah,
0: week. sucks. I don't have a car to go to these Friendsgiving festivities.
1: But we have to have friends to go to those first. I only have one friend here. (laughs) Like, I don't have Friendsgivings. It's cousin givings. I got
0: got invited to a Friendsgiving in L.A., but I can't even go. Oh,
1: I did not get. No one of my friends did Friendsgivings this year, and I only have one friend.
0: See, I have friends.
1: (laughs) Well, I have two, technically. (laughs) I'm like, see, I have friends. I, we need to actually go back to that so next episode stay tuned i'm already declaring it now we're going to friends part two because we need to go into that whole red flag thing because i wanted to go back to what she first said at the beginning of the episode regarding the fact yeah. that people can view it not having friendships as red flags and i want to go deeper into why I so next episode we will do that for you we're going to get into our advice segment now out with the old and with the new <laughs>
0: out with the old and with the new let's get it
1: okay i have a i have one from last week we didn't do okay because your friend had that question yes okay
0: i'll follow along with you here oh i thought you
1: were gonna say like <laughs> i'm gonna unfollow somebody right now i thought you were gonna say that because of what i just said no I'm like who bitch i'm just kidding um okay i feel like my mic got higher or i got lower but i don't know Okay, so, hi ladies, I've been having trouble being successful on the first date. Let me explain. Sometimes I make the move and sometimes I don't. I've had a few times where I've tried to lean in for a kiss and they reject me. Is it weird to try and kiss somebody on the first date? What do you guys think? Um. Okay, old you first.
0: To kiss on the first date? <sighs> Old me would have not kissed on the first date. Okay. I just wouldn't. Old me also never really went on first dates. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: makes sense. I'm just so,
0: <laughs> that's hard to answer. Okay. New me. I've been on first dates and I've kissed on the first date. Um, I don't really see anything
1: wrong with it if okay. it feels right so what would be indicators for this man for him to like make that move like do you feel I
0: don't know dude sometimes it just be happening be catching me off guard okay. Um. sometimes I like it and sometimes I'm just like bro Um. scary to be a guy <laughs> sorry I feel like so the first dates that I have been on I'm not gonna lie they are pretty intimate like the setting the the um the restaurant like the whole vibe the whole vibe they get okay. intimate so like um we do typically sit close to each other talking have a couple drinks I think that's what helps too is the drinks gives you liquid oh, courage yeah. that's so true so then like they start filling me out and like they start liking what I'm saying or whatever and vice versa and then sometimes oh. it just happens or like. I've been on first dates where like nothing has happened until the very end of the night yeah. and that was it. Or like one date that it wasn't recent. It was like in the beginning of the year that I went on. It was not supposed to end mm-hmm. with me at his house. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And it did because I didn't want to be a burden And I didn't want to cause problems when I could have just left my car there. And now, like, I'm more open to that idea. Okay. Um, But that would have been, like, the first date that I probably... I don't know if he would have kissed me at the end.
1: Okay, just based on... Oh, because it happened more when you went to the house versus at the, like, restaurant. We We had our first kiss at the house. That's true. So you don't know for sure. So I don't
0: know. Okay. And, like... It was a good date, too. Like, he uh, he seemed like he wanted to see me again. But then, obviously, after that, like...
1: Would you be mad if a, guy, if a date went well and they didn't kiss you? Or would you be more no. like, ugh? But, like, not mad. Just like, ah, No. No?
0: Okay. I think it, w- it would be more like, oh, okay, cool. Um, actually, I lied. I have been on a date that... Yeah, I have I've been actually on multiple dates. That I haven't had a kiss because I went on another date to Dave and Buster's mm-hmm. and being and this guy like we just talked it was a good conversation and then we went home. He walked me to my car and I went home. I just gave him a hug. Did I feel like he wanted to kiss me? Yeah, I did. But I was like, no, I'm not doing that. so.
1: He kind of like read it
0: like your yeah, body language. Yeah. Okay. But he still wants to take me out on another date. Okay. So, like, I don't think it's wrong whether if you kiss or not kiss. I think it just depends, one, on the person. It depends if you, like, vibe with them. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, connections can be strong in that first, like, couple hours of, like, meeting somebody. or Especially just, if it's a long day. Or, like, also, like, how they're stimulating your mind. That's something that I'm huge on, too. You and I, we've talked about that, like, oh, yeah. how someone can stimulate your mind. But I also feel, like, how fast someone can stimulate my mind. And I say that because it's, like for me it's kind of a turn on it's like you can stimulate my mind pretty quickly and it doesn't take so
1: much like i think effort. that's dangerous though it i think it, i think it's a good thing because i agree with you the thing is i've realized is that sometimes you think you like somebody but you really yeah. don't because you're that. like oh my god it was so good the first yeah. date like how how can it get worse like is it going to just get better that, and then you start getting blind but that's a whole other topic <laughs> Um, old me would have said, fuck, yeah, we're kissing the first date because I used to fuck on the first date, guys. Old me used to have sex on these first dates. Um, I used to have dates that were fancy and I had dates that were casual. When I was like 20, I would go to like to the beach to smoke and that would be us meeting for the first time. Um, I don't do that anymore. So crazy. Dre always says walking contradiction. That is me at this time right now. <laughs> um, earlier in flings and things, you guys were very well aware that I was super open to fucking on the first day. Like I didn't think it mattered. Um, I always tell you guys sex, no emotions. That was like two episodes ago. And I'm going to yeah. say all that I still agree with. I don't judge people for fucking on the first day. I think it's okay if that's something that you want to do. And both people are, um, on board with it. However, personally for myself, new me, I'm going to say. Four out of five times, I'm going to say no kiss on the first date. And the only reason why I changed my view on that is because lately, and I think it's because of the lack of dick and intimacy in my life and the break from it that I needed for the last. uh, How many years? i've been 13 years of being sexually active uh it's crazy to say out loud i was 15 i'm almost 30 um it's wild almost half my life i've been sexually active oh my god that's fucking wild i mean sorry guys that's crazy to be fair
0: like i lost my virginity at 15 i
1: know but i didn't have any breaks that was the difference yeah i had no break from sex for the last 15 years until mainly this year so um I know, wild, embarrassing. I had breaks in
0: relationships. That's crazy. <laughs> and
1: not um, this is not something I'm trying to like brag on because it's not something to necessarily be proud of. But it's a statement and it's a fact and it's something that has now allowed me to self-reflect. So long mm-hmm. story short is it's becoming more intimate for me. And I've said this before and I think you agreed. Kissing can be more intimate than sex sometimes, which is why I don't like kissing somebody that I don't know very well. Yeah. But I can fuck, especially if we kiss a little bit and it stops and then we go into that. However, now... It would have to be somebody, like you said, a great vibe, great conversation, a long date. And I mean, like more than three to four hours. I'm sorry, but I've been hearing a lot of guys that I've been talking to tell me that they've had these like whole day dates. And I'm like, I love that for you. Like, that sounds cool. Like, especially if it's going well. Oh, let's do a nightcap or oh, let's go to the beach and after we went to dinner. Like, then let's go do something else. I like, like that. too. I haven't had that ever I don't think I think I, once maybe ever but that was like 10 years ago so I have I not on a first date not on a first date I did and that went horribly wrong so <laughs> um I think first dates you're getting to know somebody and, and I think as I guess what I'll tell you I'm not saying it's wrong to kiss on the first date but you need to read body language if a girl mm. is full on staring eye contact smiling touching your thigh on a first date which I think is crazy but like, okay okay you can kiss her. You should not get rejected. If she acts some type of way, then she's the crazy one. I'm sorry. I hate to say crazy, but, like, I'm sorry. That's, to me, that's weird. Don't be touching someone's fucking so, leg.
0: So, I don't be touching, but, like... But mm. I think... I don't try to do it, guys, okay? <laughs> I just apparently be doing it, because even, like, when I don't know that I'm doing it, yeah, I, it's, like, a natural... But you feel
1: it, then. You feel it's something. A natural there.
0: characteristic of mine that it's annoying because I've been told that I'm too flirty or I'm too sweet. I'm too nice and too this and too that. But I'm like, dude, like I'm literally just being nice. And like, there's no motive here right now. Like
1: I would say I'm not flirty on the first date. Actually, I think I'm more flirty with the conversation going up to the first date. But now that I've gone on like two first dates recently, it was more like, it was honestly me just having a conversation and just getting to know them. And I smiled, but it wasn't so like intimate, I guess. And I think like, if your girl is looking down a lot and she looks very shy, it doesn't mean she doesn't like you. But I think you should wait on the first kiss. And I only say that because that happened to me. Mm. I was clearly uncomfortable with physical touch. And I like, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Um, Because I don't know if he is watching because he knows about the podcast. But I will just say advice would be read body language. I feel like when people ask to kiss me, it's very... um awkward but i also don't want to put down consent cuz that's also contradicting what i believe in i think you need to be careful nowadays especially men i think it's cute sometimes but it's like it's cute depends on how you say it that's what I'm saying the it timing depends is the vibe. everything like you need to be able to read the room like, self awareness and this is
0: a thing too you have to i hate saying this but i've also gone on dates with men that know how to talk to a woman
1: those are dangerous. Though. And dangerous. Those are the ones that are usually I'm not, not healthy. And I'll tell you right
0: now, the timing is always right. <laughs> they're because they're experienced. Because they're experienced and they know what the fuck to say. And what they're doing. And what they're doing.
1: You can tell a person that goes on a lot of dates versus someone who doesn't. And that's the ones I actually don't I steer clear of, honestly. Personally, yeah. me. But no, you're right. People who are pro at dating. I remember you said, I don't want to be a pro at dating. I think I you can read men that are pro at dating because they do it very often. Yeah. I have a friend who does it very often, and I feel like he's probably a great first date, but that's sometimes, for me, a red flag. It is a red flag Because it's me. like, well, shit, like, you're just going through people, like, you're obviously picky, picky like, like, or you have issues because you can't connect very well with a lot of people, but I don't think it's a bad thing to go on multiple dates, but to be an expert at it, like, you always, I don't like when guys always have, like, a certain place to take a girl and things like that. To me, it doesn't feel personal, but that's yeah. just me. But anyways, that's a little off topic, so I hope that advice helped, just... <laughs> It's not wrong, but it's not okay either. I don't know if that helps at all. It's a little think, bit of I think you just
0: got to like feel it. It, feel it out for yourself. Yeah. And if you feel like, okay, this man is too smooth. Maybe you should just like take a step back. Well, this was advice for the guy, but yes, that oh. too. Oh, well, don't be too smooth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Rate us five stars. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at flings and things official with an N. I'm at Monidad Montenegro and I'm. Um- at drea.monte thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week for another episode of friends we
0: will and go ahead and like my reel and go tag at chris brown official thank you
1: R.I.P. to the man from friends i saw that a couple weeks ago oh that's a whole another thing that i have no problem talking i never with. watched but
0: oh i can talk about it next episode because there's a whole conspiracy theory Ooh,
1: i'm down for that we'll start our friends episode with the friends guy and it's crazy bye guys